Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kane and Pendergast with you on a football Friday. We're going to get to some of the playoff games here in the 9 o'clock hour. It is a big weekend of wild card action um, with some... (laughs) Very strange quarterback names. I'll just put it quite simply. There's uh, half the quarterbacks playing in the games this weekend are guys who were second or third stringers at the beginning of the year, but should make for an intriguing weekend. You know there will be a weird upset somewhere along the way. Odell Beckham Jr., who uh, not playing on any of these teams right now, he was rumored to be getting back into the league at some point this year, but it didn't happen, so we'll see. He'll maybe back on a team next year. But one of the things with Odell that happened during the season in November, in late November, about the time where there were rumors of the Cowboys maybe signing him or other teams looking at him, is that the story surfaced of Odell Beckham Jr. having to be escorted off of a a plane in Los Angeles um, because he was... um, he wouldn't put his seatbelt on. He was basically yeah. being belligerent with the staff. Was, uh, that was uh, how it was described. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think like I, I think the way it was described, I had an image in my mind of somebody you know saying, "You'll no, you'll never take me. I'm staying on this flight." Blah, 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 blah. Even though they said that he'd been, uh, they'd been un- unable to wake him. Right. Um, I think the the body cam footage paints a bit of a different picture than I had in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, so we're going to play some of the audio from the body cam footage. One, the first one is the staff kind of figuring out what to do with him. The second one is, o, is Odell Beckham Jr. actually standing up insulting passengers <laughs> as they're walking off the plane because of him. That was uh, when it started to look more like what I thought. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just sort of setting this up. And I guess just to set up visually, um, this wasn't him on just co- like sitting in coach or even like first class where it's like two seats on either side of the aisle this was one of those planes where there were these huge kiosks that you can he was in yes. the section of the plane yeah. where you can lay down and it's a, it was an international flight yeah or, well the, the planes uh it was a, it's 777s right um where yeah where you can lay all the way down for the full recon you got your own little booth yes it's uh it's like your own little apartment it's nice right it's and that's, very it's a very good setup and that's what he had yeah but the staff was trying to wake him up put your seatbelt on and as you're going to hear, 
Turns out he took his pants off. He just responded to know where he's at. He knows where he's at, exactly where he's from. And he had pants on when he came on. He doesn't have pants on now. His pants are on now. His pants are on. Well, he had shorts on, otherwise. Yeah. Okay. We'll do whatever you decide. Okay, so there... Look... Look, and that's the so that is the flight. the The lady's voice was one of the flight attendants talking to the EMS guys. That's right. Um, the EMS guys are basically kind of saying, like, "Look, he's not. He's fine. He's just. He's either tired. He just came. Like, he's. Uh, there's no medical emergency or anything. He was partying. The, the flight, he's, yeah. yeah, the flight attendants sound kind of. Uh, they they they're saying like, well, it's a five hour flight, and like I don't know, like they're they're a little bit nervous about it. He hadn't been belligerent up to that point; he was just unresponsive. Yeah, and he was tired, and apparently had taken his pants off at one point. Now, I believe he had his underwear on. I, he had something. I think on. he was. Yeah, he, she said he had his underwear on. Yeah, and it sounds like he had just the 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 EMS guys said that he had just come home come from the club yes. straight to the airplane yep. apparently, and may have. You know, he maybe took a some kind of a sleeping pill or something too. So he was he was out he was out cold, right? Um, and I'm guessing, yeah, he took he probably took his he probably had a blanket on and he took his pants off because he'd get comfortable and just stay conked out the whole five yeah, yeah. five hours or so. Well, um, as it turned out, so the EMS folks were like, "There's nothing we can really do." So they went back to Odell Beckham Jr., presumably telling him put his seatbelt on. All the same things you go through pre-flight. He had his pants on by that point. Yeah, yeah, by that point he had put his pants back on. Right, right, right. Um, but he, you know, he, he was, he was acting in a way where they ultimately had to deboard the plane. Like ever, not him. They had to deboard everybody before he eventually was taken off the plane and had to go find a different way home. So as you can imagine, all these people who were sitting on the tarmac, all of whom had places to be, I would imagine they've all, after they've been seated and put their bags in the, in the overhead and all these things, they had to take out their bags, stand up and get off the plane and wait for him to get taken off the plane. So is that why is that like the procedure just because it was some kind of a emergency or whatever like they just yeah. needed to keep everybody else safe? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, so they so they had to deboard the entire plane and they deboard the plane and Odell Beckham Jr. and you're going to hear the audio in just a second. It's not as though he's like still kind of passed out or groggy or tired and he's yeah. not realizing what's going on. He's literally standing up in his seat and looking at different passengers who are glaring at him, and if you're glaring at Odell Beckham Jr., he basically starts insulting you in this audio. Starts treating you like a kicking net. <laughs> right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Here was Odell Beckham Jr. going after some of the passengers verbally. Ain't no way you can look at me. Ever. Ever. You're going to wait 40 minutes, and I'm going to be on a private plane home. Good. Yeah, Joe Fatter. Yeah, I will. Get your ass off the plane for a second. Yeah, I bet. Enjoy the cheese board on the way home. So ugly ass. You ain't nothing to me, bro. Got life up. I'm sorry. All right. So, um, among what did the- he say at the end there? Uh, I, I, I didn't quite hear okay. it. He was the, the, the beep kind of disturbed it. The, yeah. the, the line that was making the rounds in all the headlines was enjoy the cheese board on the way home. Cause he had said, I'll be on a private flight in 40 minutes and you're going to be back on this plane. Basically, you know, slumming yeah. it in business class on an international flight. Yeah, no. <laughs> Acting like he was talking to the, the poppers. Right. Right. Yeah. Middle seat, was, uh... group C. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'll... I do love a good cheese board, actually. Um, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I would have. It would have been fun if somebody, if one of those passengers had just like engaged with him and started going back and forth. Because like I, you know, like, Odell was um, he was at a disadvantage. I, I think uh, just he was on. He was under the influence of something, I'm guessing. I would guess that he was under the influence of something. Uh, having been them being unable to wake him up and him being as confused as he was in the first few uh, minutes of the video. I tried to um, I tried to campaign with Landry for um, Odell Beckham Jr. to be in the slime-off today. You know, the slime-off that they like to do where they yeah. take the slime balls of the week. Um, <laughs> but Landry said it's going to be hard to beat Brandon Cooks this week was his response to me. <laughs> oh oh because <laughs> of cook's um, interview that he did where he you know yeah. he starts firing proverbs five yeah, seven at everybody and i don't know the whole thing about odell beckham jr as i was inclined to when i first heard the story to think okay well it, you know like i said I, if, if it's if he was under the influence of something because he took a sleeping pill and they were waking him up then he might be just a woozy or out of it and i thought that he was going to be like saying like no i don't want to get off this flight i don't want to get off this flight him like actually verbally attacking the various passengers as they were leaving. Yeah, I feel like that's a kind of thing that whether you're whether you're messed up or not, that's like a that's a little bit of a character show, you know, like that. Lots of but you get to a certain age and listen, you you don't get to blame the booze or blame the ambient for you like assailing strangers. It's just uh, you you got to be able to hold your liquor, you know, like just uh, uh, control yourself. Damn it! I uh, I'm going to tell you why he doesn't get a pass for possibly being inebriated in some fashion. Yeah. And I say this as the five time winner of the Jim Rome Smack Off, which means that I am well schooled in hurling insults at people at various yeah. times. Yeah. Um, enjoy the cheese board on the way home is a pretty freaking good insult. Like that's a I mean it like he's a jerk and he's a slime ball. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good one-liner right there. That's one that you are at least in you're not completely incapacitated if you're firing yeah. off one-liners like enjoy the cheese board on the way home. I disagree. Um because for one, the cheese board is fantastic. And uh two, like dude, I don't think him I don't think him bragging about being able to uh, get on a private jet after he had clearly already chosen commercial um, is the flex that he thinks it is. It's basically, I'm going to go mismanage $20,000 of my money because <laughs> I can't hold my liquor and or pills. Yep. That's the, uh, so yeah, like, I don't think it's like, it's like saying, Hey, I could, I could have a private jet take me home. Like, yeah, but you're on this flight. So what's your deal, bro? Like, obviously the, the best decision for you wasn't to take a private jet. If you had that kind of money, you'd be on your damn jet. So yeah. That's a and good the cheese point. board. Is fantastic. No, I love a good cheese board. I'm I'm a yeah. I'm a huge fan of any sort of charcuterie. Yes, big charcuterie board guy. I'm gonna tell you this, kids. Don't go dreaming about having your own private jet someday because a, it's way more expensive than you even think it is. Uh, it's uh, it's ridiculously expensive. So uh, it, like even if you're even if you're really rich, it's ridiculously expensive. And b, it's actually in a lot of ways more enjoyable to fly fly first class commercial if you're um like it's it's just because there's nothing that you have to worry about whatsoever and there and it's more anonymous you don't have to it's just it's just it's nicer in some ways now if you got to get somewhere because you're a highfalutin business person or something um or you're on a special trip or some sort then by then by all means go for it 
But I feel like the people people that can fly first class, but like have all the time in the world to where they don't need to be in a hurry, um, or the meeting doesn't start until they get there, just go ahead and just enjoy that. This is in the category of advice that nobody really can ever use because they can't. Most of our listeners can't afford a private jet. Someday they will, though. Maybe, maybe. And I'm saying that even if you can't afford it, and I don't say this, I only know this from like having lived on the periphery of it. You know, like if like I've I've gone, you know, like honestly, frankly, you know me, I like to be in my own world a lot of the time. Whenever I've glommed onto somebody and flown on a private jet, my God, to be stuck in some cabin with the same group of people for three hours, and uh, just it's it's too much. It's It's too much. It's got to be a good group. No, you're right about that. Yeah, I just got to be able to sit side by side to a stranger and put my earphones on and just be in my own little world. Okay. Now that I've got internet on planes, my God, there's nothing I want to do except fly around all day long. I know, I know. Fly yeah. around and have them feeding me cheap wine for free. Except yes. that the internet only works about 33% of the time. Good enough! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, o- it only works when I don't need it. Right. If I specifically planned, like, okay, I'm going to, I really need to, I need the internet. I'm going to do some show prep on the way. In right. My favorite is when I spent like 500 bucks on a flight and I'm like chewing my nails as to whether or not to spend 8.99 on internet for the flight like oh man <laughs> I, I don't know it it's sure seems like a lot of money <laughs> mm. you just you just had a beer for $14 right, right. but but internet to do your job is a is a bridge too far right yeah. the service of sending information 80,000 feet in the air right for 8.99 it is uh, no no like, I'm honestly I'm just saying Sean I think sometimes people get too wrapped up in the in the personal jet and their ideas of like what what success means for the people that are on that track, like because they're and they spend a lot of time watching YouTube videos of people that make it look like having a private jet is the only thing that matters right, in the world. Right, it's uh, it's not all that is it's uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Right, and if but if you're and just know that if you you got to be super 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 rich to super afford rich. a jet. Yes. It's like it's crazy. Yes. It's crazy how expensive it is. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do I read who this text is from? It's from a loyal listener. Let me, Seth. Let me read the text, and you tell me if I should read. This is somebody you and I both know. Texted this to okay. the trailer wheel and frame text page. Trailer wheel and frame. Six five three eight. This must be because we were talking about the Mannings before. Of course, they they have their third generation of quarterback on their way to college yeah. next year. Is this, um, who's texting? Is this my private jet pilot? No, it's Andrew? not. It's not. It's supposed to be. Let me read. The, to be fueling up. Let me, let yeah. me read the text, and you tell me if I should reveal who it is, because I can tell you during the break. But this, if, should we out this person? Are you guys on board with me pushing my daughter to UT to land Arch Manning? Yes, I'm pimping my daughter to the Mannings. <laughs> if you got bait, use it. Jeez. <laughs> Do I read who that text is from? No, okay. he doesn't want you to read that. Okay, it's, all right. I'll tell you during the break. Well, you can <laughs> is read it somebody yourself. the listeners would know? Uh, it's, he, uh, not like, it's not like Larry and Stafford or something like that. Put it okay. that way. Yeah, all yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Know, so the yeah, upside of reading the, who it's from is probably not there. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Of the Mannings, I feel like Eli would probably – I feel like they're, they're so far they've been good stock to marry into. Yeah. It seems like Peyton and Eli are good – family dudes right i don't know about cooper he seems a little goofy but whatevs and uh yeah so arch is probably the same cooper's the only one that we know has spawned a five-star quarterback so far that's true arch is his so that's more of a testament to cooper's wife yeah (laughs) it's like like the matthews clan yeah they've got three generations of nfl players from clay matthews senior to clay matthews junior to clay matthews the third and bruce matthews there and jake matthews and I think there's another one I'm missing. Like, that's three generations of Matthews's. 
that means that they like that's it was one thing where Clay Matthews, the grandfather, you know, married his wife, and obviously, like, they had good genes. But then, but then the next generation did it too. Yeah. So I guess Bruce and Clay, Bruce and Clay Jr. are the ones that really had the pressure on them to marry right. Yeah. It, it, so for them to have kids that were pro football players, that's pretty. And incredible. big, big ups to the wives in those situations, man. That's half the genetic map comes from that side too. It's a lot of pressure. Yes. It's like basically, if your husband's a pro athlete, but your kids aren't. It's your fault. Yes, you know? completely. Not completely. Sorry. <laughs> Unless your husband was like, you know, getting them drunk when they were fourteen or something. Right. right exactly. Yeah. It's time for you to be a man. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. No. They, <laughs> right. We understand that there are societal things that can happen once they come out of the womb yeah. that can affect their ability to play sports. Um, so yeah, a lot of people weighing in on C.J. Stroud possibly staying in school. Oh, we should mention that um, January sixteenth, right, Seth? You said that's the date. What's today's the thirteenth? Today's Friday the thirteenth. Ooh, um, so Monday is the deadline to announce yeah. your intentions. I was, yeah, yeah. I thought wow. I was wondering. Your mind was elsewhere. I was telling you that, and it no, but I didn't like, say it to the audience. Whatever. I hadn't said it. Saying it, chump. No, I hadn't yeah. said it on the air yet. I was taking. Got to happen this weekend. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. No. I know. I just hadn't told the people yet. That's January. No. No. But I was telling you during the break. I feel like it wasn't. It wasn't hitting you. It wasn't because I didn't. Because in- yeah, I didn't know. I, I wasn't thinking what the date was. I was doing three other things. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I know. 16th. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't deny it. You're just like Lopez denying that he said the s word. <laughs> I used to go into the clubhouse and I just. <laughs> Still wondering what the hell he was thinking when he did that. <laughs> he was feeling loose and free. Lopez, if you're like listening, when he used to go into the clubhouse. Don't curse when, when Cal and Hannah are up here in the first segment of your show today. All right, please. Lopez gets nervous and just starts swearing like a sailor in front of <laughs> bleepity bleep bleep bleep. All right, um, we've got. I a, did not say that. Yes, you did, John. You totally did. We have the uh, play it one more time, Ben. He said it. Like, yeah. I used to go into the clubhouse, and I just. Yeah. I used to go into the clubhouse, and I just. <laughs> said that. All right, uh, Payne and Pendergast with you on a football Friday. Um, we've we've got to uh, dig into some of the football this weekend. There's a bunch of second and third stringers playing in some of these football games. Which one is most likely? To pull off the upset, the six and seven seeds in both conference, it's all backups. It's all backups or lower level quarterbacks that we didn't think would be there. The Geno Smiths and Daniel Joneses and Tyler Huntleys of the world are playing in these games. Which one is most likely to pull off the upset? We will hit that. Cal McNair in studio at 945, and he will stick around for the first segment of In the Loop as well. Stay there. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Payne and Pendergast with you on a Friday, a football Friday. Uh, Cal McNair in studio with us at 945. He'll be on with the guys on In The Loop as well. In the uh, first segment of the 10 o'clock hour, Callan Hannah McNair up in studios. So stay tuned for that. Seth, the uh, playoffs are here. The wild card round is here. The I don't know that I can ever remember a stranger roster of quarterbacks playing in the uh, wild card round of the playoffs than, than this year. And some of it, look, some of it is the playoffs are just, you know, the last couple of years they've expanded it. So in previous years, we never would have seen Skylar Thompson nor Geno Smith starting a playoff game yeah, because only six teams would have made the playoffs. But this weekend, obviously Kansas City and Philadelphia, the two one seeds, they are sitting at home and watching. But the matchups we've got a, in the AFC, the wild card matchups are Josh Allen, great quarterback, versus Skylar Thompson. That's right. Joe Burrow versus Tyler Huntley. Of course, Tyler Huntley. Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Herbert. Now that's fun. Well, it's uh yeah, it's it's a, yeah, it's fun. Okay. <laughs> I think it's fun. Um yeah. the uh and then in the NFC, Brock No, 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 it is it is fun. Sorry. Okay. I was uh no, it's um I, I thought you liked football. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and then in the NFC, Brock Purdy versus Geno Smith. Like everybody yep. had it on their dance card at the beginning of the year. Brock um, Purdy versus Geno. In that the the Brock the Brock Purdy versus the Geno Smith one though, at least has had a build up to it being exciting. You know, like that those those guys have been playing other. on those teams for a good chunk of time. Yep. And yeah, they're they they are the starters at least for now. Same division. They, they play each yeah. other twice a year. Yeah, no, there's a rivalry there with those two teams. Yeah. Um Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones. <laughs> I mean this is and then and then Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott. 
That one's fun. The four or five well, it's games fun, are fun, but it's also weird. It's like not what you would have predicted a couple years ago. Yeah. it being, yeah. you know, it's um, the quarterbacks are weighing very heavily into these matchups, and it's especially I think that last one. There's a real, like, no pun intended, like a wild card aspect to that in that Dak Prescott has done some curiously stinky things <laughs> at the time at times this season despite having a good season overall some of his turnovers are are just have been crazy he's also had some bad luck and then Tom Brady is on a team that where Tom Brady hasn't necessarily been the issue per se but he's certainly not the Tom Brady of old and um but you just never want to undersell Tom Brady in the playoffs obviously this is Brady's last game as a buck don't you think right like he's yeah if you were handicapping the Brady thing, I say not a Buccaneer. Do you think he plays next year, Tom Brady? I don't think he plays. You think he retires after that, this year? I think he's got that Fox deal, and okay. he's ready to go. What's he going to be making? Like twenty million a year? No, a like Fox thirty-seven podcast? million. It was ten years, three seventy-five. It's crazy money. I wonder, and especially because he got divorced, and I'm guessing it's just going to feel like it's probably going to feel like it's time. I don't know. Either that or he's going to figure, like, well, the thing that may have sparked the divorce was him just deciding to go back and play football. So as the ultimate competitor, if he wants to win uh, and prove Giselle that he was right, he better go back and win. Yes. Screw it. Go play football. Giselle and her new Taekwondo instructor, whoever he is. Yeah. I like it. Um, I've got a a, a wager on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've got them – I think 20, 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I bet it a few, I bet it like a month and a half ago. Because it looked like Tom Brady was starting to get things straightened out. Turned out I was yeah. a little off base on that. But well, sometimes uh, it's a matter of just like, hey, you got a big old horse and Mike Evans, just feed it to him. Like simple stuff like that. Or just don't try to run the ball so much when you're not actually good at running the ball. So the Bucks, the Bucks were doing some curious things all year long that without, like, I hate to second guess play calling necessarily, but it was. Um, it was a lot of stuff that just didn't seem to make a lot of sense in terms of how they were operating their operating their team. So the uh, like Arians, I think this is one of those classic things where I feel like Arians gets extra coaching credit in his absence because you can see that it's that he obviously knew what he was doing with his squad. Yeah, um, I actually am excited for the Jacksonville Charger game, the Trevor Lawrence Justin Herbert game. This is their first playoff game for both these guys, so. Um, oh yeah, that's you know what? That's strange. Um I and like obviously the Jaguars were no good yesterday, but it's just strange because Trevor Lawrence was had all those freaky stats about never having lost a game in high school or college or anything. And he is still at he's never lost a game on a Saturday in high school or college, Sean. Uh so <laughs> or the NFL. So he's never in his life lost uh lost a game on a Saturday. If, does that apply whatsoever? I don't think so. I don't think that has anything to do with <laughs> the game being this. on a Saturday. But but it is. It, even you bring up that it's his first NFL playoff game ever. It feels a little odd just because he's had um, obviously so much success. And I guess in my mind, I kind of just you just kind of discount that Urban Meyer year. Yes, it almost shouldn't even. That should count as a red shirt year for Justin, <laughs> it. Kind of uh, was for Trevor Lawrence. But yeah. like it was like a red shirt year. But if it was the equivalent, it was like the equivalent. If it were your red shirt year in college. It would be like you picked up a drinking habit and you didn't go to any class. You put on like 30 pounds. Like it was the worst red shirt year you could have. Like most yeah. red shirt years, you're in the gym, you're getting ready, you're grinding. Like John Mechie's red shirt year, like he's in better shape now than he was at the, uh, at the beginning of when he got here. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. you know, like he had, he had Urban Meyer. 
Uh, you um, know, the uh, since we're on weird stats, it's not a weird stat, but it is just the I, – I, whenever I talk about Tom Brady in the playoffs, and I, I fear that it's a little bit like saying that it's the it factor or it's just, you know, he's just the winner. But there is something about him in the playoffs. He's 35-12 and 12 in the playoffs – Whereas the Cowboys have lost 11 of their last 14 playoff games. And that's, hey, that's an historical stat that I don't like to, I don't like, what do the Cowboys of the late 90s have to do with Dak Prescott and this Cowboys squad? Except that they've lost 11 of their last 14 playoff games going back to the 1996 season. Yep. Um, I, I feel like Mike McCarthy's existence on that squad is partly due to Jerry Jones caring about things other than actually winning in the playoffs it's uh, he just he will bend over backwards and do whatever it takes to hire somebody who's not a lot like jimmy johnson yeah um and mike mccarthy is certainly not like jimmy johnson the biggest storyline of the playoff games this weekend might be the fact that might be the fact that dallas and i think the chargers both are teams that if they lose these games especially if they lose in fairly convincing fashion they might be on the phone with sean payton on monday you know, Sean, oh, yeah. Sean Payton. Sean Payton looming over the league right now as a potential head coach is one of the bigger wrinkles to these postseason games this weekend. I think. Especially the, with Dallas. Um, so Herbert, remember he had the cracked rib cartilage early in the season. Yeah, an injury that I still don't trust actually exists. Um, this cracked rib, rib cartilage. I believe he's injured. I've just never heard of cracked rib cartilage before. And I refuse to Google it and learn anything more about it. He's got a cartilage thing going on in his ribs. Yep. Um, over, the, over the last eight games, he's completed 71.3% of his passes, 11 touchdowns, four interceptions. Uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, who'd been who'd uh, been banged up both in the front. The Chargers have had a lot of absences due to injury to some big dudes in their offense. It seems like everything's starting to come back together. The offensive coordinator, Mike Lombardi, has been – or is it Joe? That's Joe, Joe Lombardi. Lombardi yep. Joe Lombardi has had uh, has been criticized this year, so he's a little bit under the gun as well. Um, but it does uh, – whether you want to say they're peaking at the right time or whatever, the Chargers are looking a lot more like they're, they're ready to be the team that people thought they were going to be in the preseason. Yeah. For like – for the ninth straight season. It's, a, it's like the ninth straight season of expecting great things out of the Chargers. At least they actually made the playoffs this year, unlike yeah, exactly. last year. Yeah. You know, like at least they're yeah. actually in it. Um, but man, like as as much as the the lower level quarterbacks, the six and seven seeds, are playing with guys that you never would have expected to see in the postseason, dude. If the right guys make it through in the AFC next weekend, the the divisional round, you could have a div- yeah. you could have a divisional round in the AFC that is that is uh, Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow. And Patrick Mahomes versus the winner of Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Like that's 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 a pretty badass divisional round. Conversely, over on the NFC side, you could wind up with Jalen Hurts versus Daniel Jones and Brock yeah. Purdy versus Dak Prescott. I'm all right. You're not, you're down on Brock Purdy. You need to watch a little Brock Purdy. It's uh, this is the. I, I know you're saying like it's the, the ridiculousness of the guy named the name. Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah. No, I respect yeah. what he's done. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. That's uh, that that still doesn't sound that bad in the NFC to me. I feel like the, the Dan, I'm intrigued by Daniel Jones just because, uh, just like with Jared Goff, I want to go back and watch some Jared Goff from earlier in the year since people are talking about him like he actually might be the guy next year. Yeah. And Daniel Jones, who's has that athletic ability, 
that the Giants didn't even choose to use in their game versus the Texans. Um, I, I'm intrigued by Daniel Jones in the playoffs, that he might actually kind of rubber stamp some legitimacy to, to his NFL career here. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. And I think, too, the interesting thing about Daniel Jones and Geno Smith is they're both in contract years. So can they do enough in the postseason? I mean, maybe they've done enough already that those teams are going to settle on those guys next year. But it's just so funny. Geno Smith made the freaking Pro Bowl this year. In Seattle, who has Denver's pick, you know, they have Denver's pick in the draft, which is, what, like fourth or fifth, something like that. It's a top yeah. five pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's talk of, okay, do they use that on a quarterback? And meanwhile, they're, you know, their guy's a pro bowler this year. But I, Jones and Smith both are interesting to me from that. And Purdy's interesting to me, too, because has he done enough now to where they go, okay, Jimmy G, you can walk, and now what do we do with Trey Lance? You know, Brock Purdy, if Brock Purdy gets you to a Super Bowl, do you hand the job to Trey Lance next year? You traded three first rounders for? I guess you do exactly what I've maintained all along is that whether the 49ers win the Super Bowl or fail miserably, you have to fire John Lynch. I mean, uh, if you win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, I think you walk up to John Lynch and you say, wait a second, we traded away an entire draft for Trey Lance. Uh, we gave Jimmy Garoppolo a whole bunch of money and traded for him, and we just won it with Brock Purdy. Like, what, what are you, sandbagging me, you punk? And then you, and then you rip his lapel, you rip his badge off his sleeve, you, and you say you're demoted. You, um, you, give, you give him the executive of the year trophy at halftime of your playoff game. You walk out, you give it to Kyle Shanahan to hand to him at halftime, and Kyle Shanahan yeah. walks out, and as he's about to hand it to him, he just bashes him over the head with it. <laughs> like a WWE storyline. It would be honestly though, I like I joke about that with John Lynch because they would have wasted so many of the draft picks and whatnot. But it is I it it is though like further indication that they are doing a lot of the other stuff right. And that with quarterback, it's just a crapshoot. Yeah. I mean like if you think about that, if the 49ers are able to through a combination of coaching and drafting well and developing talent everywhere except quarterback, if they're able to win a Super Bowl doing that, you'd have to think that like wow, there's a organization that knows what they're doing but still can't figure out how to get a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Just, they, you kind of just have to keep keep sawing wood until you stumble into one. Deep enough, yeah, absolutely deep enough to still be the favorite to come out of the NFC for the Super Bowl, even with all those issues. All right, um, Payne and Pendergast with you. Final segment coming up. Uh, Cal and Hannah McNair in studio here with us. Uh, shortly, they'll be on. They'll stick around for the first segment of In the Loop as well. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll talk to the – uh, Texans owner says he's going to be more involved in the coaching search this time around. What exactly does that mean? What's the enthusiasm level for the names on the list? We'll talk about that with Cal McNair. Uh, we will do that next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a football Friday. A lot of playoff action this weekend. We just got done digging into that. But right now, it is great to be joined in studio by the chairman and CEO of the Houston Texans. And, of course, his lovely lovely wife with him as well. Cal McNair and Hannah McNair uh, in studio with us. Folks, how are we doing today? How are you feeling? Great. Good morning. Yeah, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Good seeing you last night, too, at the... uh, the uh, little uh, session we had on the new uniforms down there. I know we've all been sworn to secrecy, but uh, we have been able to share the excitement that we got from seeing some of that stuff shared with us last night. That was really cool. Thank you. I'm t- I teased you last night about th- I was taking Dan- Hannah out to dinner. And yeah. I'm glad y'all could join us. So, right, right. The pizza uh, was, it was good. Fun. It, <laughs> it was fun, and uh, glad you could come and join us. Yeah, no, it was great. It, it, was, uh, it was great. So, um, so we're, we're into this coaching search now. And we've got eight names on the list, at least that have been reported so far. I guess before we get into some of the nooks and crannies of that, what's the what's the excitement level right now over some of the names that you guys are seeing on the list so far? Uh, we think it's a really good list. We're excited about it. We're excited about where we are as a club. We've worked hard to get here. Um, but with the draft picks, uh, the salary cap room, some really good young players coming along, um, we think we're in a great spot, and that's why uh, these coaches are anxious to uh, talk to us about it. So when you have uh, been through this a couple times now with Nick Casario, have you have you kind of refined the process, especially when it comes to Zoom? Because uh, so much of this has been done over Zoom over the last few years. Have, have you started to figure out what you can and can't do on Zoom versus in person? Uh, we're really excited to be able to have in-person interviews starting next week. Yeah. Um, the Zoom is very efficient and effective for a lot of things, but – I'm kind of tired of zooming, <laughs> so we're looking forward to, to meetings. We've, we've yeah, been able to really uh, figure out. What Did you, do you have Hannah's mic on there, Ben? Oh. We good? Okay, go again, Hannah. Oh. There you go. Now you're. <laughs> I on. would say the last two Januarys have helped us really define what kind of process we really would like, and I think that that's what you're seeing now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cal McNair, Hannah McNair, um, in studio with us here. Cal, one of the things you said the other day when you were uh, doing the introduction at Nick's press conference on Monday is that you would be you would be more involved in the process this time around. And I think that was something that people – I know our listeners have had questions about that. Can you, I guess, clarify what exactly that means and maybe compare it to the other last couple of coaching searches you've been through? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, big, I'm big at looking uh, forward like a car. Yeah. Where you – front windshield is really big because that's where you're going. The rear view mirror is really small because that's where you've been. 
So um, that's sort of how I look at things. But so looking forward, what looking does it forward, mean? Looking um, forward, um, well, I, I've just been more involved. Yeah. So, <laughs> I would say uh, initial that. interviews. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally involved in initial interviews, the list, the process, working through that. Um, the league has changed a number of their rules, mm-hmm. so we've had to understand those rule changes and work through those. Um, we've all had to do some DE and I training, yep. which uh, we we were. Um, it's really good. We were doing the last. Yeah. What is that? So it's been really good. Diversity, equity. Oh, DNI. Inclusion. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I didn't just, know what the acronym you was. You know, making sure that you're looking at everything because there can be unconscious bias. Yep. And so mm-hmm. just making sure that you are, you know, paying attention to those things. And um, it was really good. Yeah. I that it was, was really, a good addition to the process. Yep. Really positive. I mean, if you go back to, uh, you, you've been involved with this since 2000. You hired Capers in 2001, correct? The year before. Uh, he, he had an entire season of 2020, 2001 to, um, yeah, we to, staffed to up of, a year, yeah, a year yeah. early. What, and, what, and really what have us. you learned in that time as far as, <laughs> what was that? That really helped us too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, you know, look, you had four, four games that first year. Um, what, what have you learned though about kind of maybe, I guess you you learn about the limitations of the interview process too, don't you? That uh, you know some people are just can present themselves in an interview, but then you get midway through a season, you realize okay, this is this isn't exactly what we had planned, and um, do you just have to kind of accept that uncertainty? Well, yeah, you have to accept it, and and you're you're looking at where you are at that point in time, and what you're going to have to do constantly to get better, and mm-hmm. sometimes uh, your choices, you know, didn't work out. And, and you're going to have to make a change. So um, that's what we realized these last last two. Uh, Dom uh, Dom had experience with a um, a, fr- a new franchise there in Carolina. Yeah. So he had that experience, and we thought that would carry over. Um, and he's a really good, really good person. And those are the traits we uh, saw and were sort of attracted to back in that time. Cal McNair in studio with us. Hannah McNair as well. Um, I thought one of the cool things you guys shared with us last night, in addition to some of the ideas about what you're going to be doing with the branding, was just some of the feedback that you've gotten from fans, social media, a lot of the data that you guys are using. Um, It seems like the effort has really been there over the last year or so. I mean, you guys have always been a very customer and season ticket member friendly organization, but it seems like you guys have really amped that up this year. Can you speak to some of the things that you guys have learned over the last year or so that have sort of spawned the direction you're moving forward with in that realm? Well, we really missed the fans in the COVID year mm-hmm. uh, went in our stadium and other stadiums. And the fans are just such an integral part of the part of the game and the team and all that. So um, we really wanted to reach out and make sure we were listening to our fans and, and uh, listen, we, we've been good. Uh, but my challenge is for our guys, let's shoot for great. Mm-hmm. Let's try to be great. So we are uh, listening to our fans more, um, and and Doug will put out uh, merchandise for sale. Yeah, Doug Vosick is the VP of marketing for this. Yeah, team, right? amazing. So, yep. So he's doing a great job, and we'll get data on how those sales go, and he'll put out a, a hype video, which y'all saw. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty awesome, and he'll track the views on that. Yeah. And they track just a whole lot of stuff on on the internet and. And y'all saw some of those numbers, and they've been really good. Um, so he—that's really his world, and yep. and he's really—we're—he's um, been with us since the summer. Yep. 
and he's been doing a great job. Yeah, I would say that he has definitely challenged Cal to put himself out there more just because all of us who see Cal on a day-to-day basis, we know what Cal is like. We know how smart, we know how dedicated, we know how much this means to him. But the fans didn't necessarily know that, right? Um, you know, when Cal reads a statement, I know that y'all talk about that. But when he reads a statement, those words mean something to mm-hmm. him. Those words he put there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And though he may be reading it, he doesn't just read something to read it. Those words mean something to him. Yep. So, so Wait, y'all didn't you know, like my statement? No, they liked your statement. No, the statement was good. It was excellent. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> that's not my strength. No, I don't I just, think that that was it. <laughs> it's not my strength, those, but I, I just want to get stuff out there that I feel is important for people to hear, even if I do it poorly. Right? If that makes sense. So, uh, but y'all get to hear what I what my the, a lot the, of times the is thoughts what my heart, are sincere. What my heart is yeah, yeah, the thoughts well, are sincere. Yeah. Along along those lines, I think, you know, when you're interviewing a coach, and especially coaches who have different options, it's as much of a pitch sometimes from the owner to a coach as it is from the, the coach to the owner. What in this year where, you know, we've talked about this, uh, we're, especially nationally, um, I think some of the opinions have been, okay, well, why would an, why would an owner want to come to this team? Or excuse me, why would a, a coach want to come to this team when they've fired – two coaches in two years like what's your what's your response to that if a prospective coach asks you that question uh good question um yeah and we do have some back and forth and they do have some questions like that um um, (laughs) but it is the most attractive job i mean I was kidding. It was to me, that said, almost makes it sound more secure. It's almost like <laughs> yeah. we, we can't I mean, we can't do one and done. This yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. we're the safest job in the whole NFL yeah. now. I mean, yeah. we can't do that again. Yeah, so. yeah but I think the well, things I guess you if, brought up like before, if a if a coach is concerned about um, you know uh, are we going to be aggressive in free agency or what kind of draft picks are we going to do? Are you able to kind of give them a, some assurances about? Okay, you know we're spending, we're planning on spending X amount of dollars or percentage of the cap over for, on free agency over the next couple of years. Yeah, again, a great question. Uh, what we say, what I say, is the guys on football basically don't hear no from me. I mean, what what they ask for, they're typically getting. So um, that, and I think they like to hear that. If they look at our history, they'll see we've we've spent, you know, as much as we could spend on, under the NFL rules. And we've been aggressive that way, so um, we we haven't been penny pinching and no. And, and our do players, you, do you feel like uh, that's your main role is to make sure you provide the resources for Nick and the coaches and everybody to do their job? Like, do you feel like that's the key function for you as the as the owner of the team? Is get the right people and then support them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. And challenge them. Yep. Uh, Cal McNair, Hannah McNair, in studio with us here on Sports Radio six ten. Um, you guys are going to be sitting in with John and Landry in the next segment here um, on In the Loop. So they're getting ready to uh, they're getting ready to to come in here and, and take over. Um, so we again we appreciate you having us out there last night. We're looking forward to looking forward to the the draft, and I'm sure there's all kinds of big plans coming up this spring to get ready for another uh, two first round pick draft coming up. Right? We do have that. We have um, a lot of fun stuff this year. We have uh, Andre Johnson hopefully getting into the Hall of Fame. Fingers crossed. Right. Yeah, and we are we'll be um, talking to JJ about what his plans are, and hopefully get some movement on that this uh, this spring. And a uh, great draft coming up, and got a little bit of cap room, and so it's going to be fun. It is. It's going to be a fun next few months. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I meant to ask you about JJ. So you guys have reached out to to JJ and talked about Ring of Honor and things like that. 
very early stages when he um, when we did release him. He we needs talked to about take it. a breath. Yeah, he, JJ. I mean, he, he, he needs he just, to just take a breath. He yeah, just stopped yeah, playing, yeah. so we need to let him take a breath. Sure. And, and uh, but yeah, we told him then we would want to bring him back, and yeah. we'll reinforce that. You know. Gosh, when was it? Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, when he came and sat with on. us. Um. Yeah, that was definitely a part oh, of the Oh, back when he, you had oh, the yes. conversation before he left. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay, good. That was part of the conversation, talking about coming back and honoring him. Yes. Yes. Great. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> a great football player. All right, it was great seeing both of you, certainly for me and Seth, and I know John and Landry are looking forward to chatting you up as well here. Um, so appreciate you. Have a great weekend. You Thank too. You all too. All right, thanks. Antibodies to you. Yeah, my man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's branding right there. That's our branding. Uh, all right, Seth. Antibodies to you, my friend. Antibodies to everybody yeah, in thanks. the whole studio. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, we're done. We are out of time. Cal McNair, Hannah McNair in studio. John Lopez, Landry Locker are up next. We will see you all on Monday. Till then, have a great day, everybody. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.